Welcome to the Wrestling Corps Podcast, a place to hear all the things you need to know to be successful in wrestling. I'm the host and show producer, Trey Horton. And I'm the co-host, Nick Destazio. Today we're going to dive into finding the fun in the sport. This is the Wrestling Core Podcast. back everyone hello listeners it's been a whole week since you heard from us last yeah and if you guys haven't checked out episode seven definitely gotta check it out about social circles because it's sort of playing into our episode we're going to be talking about today i got a fact for you coach nick what's that fact wrestling is the hardest sport in the world how is that it takes so much more from you as an athlete, you as an individual, and from you and your partner as a team to yeah. achieve greatness. Yeah, a lot of dedication, a lot of hours put in, blood, sweat, and tears, the epitome of it. To say that it's easy would be a lie. <laughs> to say that it's fun to most people would be a lie. That is true. That is true. And it dep- really depends on who you're with. To, that makes it fun because you can't make fun out of this sport by yourself. I don't think that, truthfully, any sport is really fun alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's all about who you surround yourself with and what you guys do together. Um, but this sport specifically is so demanding and will just beat you up like nobody's business. And it's very important to continue to keep your eye on the prize, but at the same time, you've got to keep yourself entertained along the way or they'll just burn out. Yeah, and I think me and you both have experienced burned out. And if you haven't, if you're new to the sport, I mean, at any point, if you've played in any sports, there's a there's a time where you feel like you're completely burned out. I mean, I've seen people get burned out, wrestle with them all the way up through the youth program, holding on yards, and they just burned out. They didn't make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, you see kids that come around. They have state championships coming into high school, and they don't they don't win a state title. It just because just you know it, it's such a grind. Whenever we talk about finding the fun in the sport, the number one thing that you have to ask yourself is what type of people are you around? Are they people that are also looking for fun, the right kind of fun, or are they? troublemakers gonna take you somewhere where you shouldn't be or do stuff that you shouldn't be doing and sometimes you don't know about that kind of stuff until it's too late but you know that plays really heavily into your social circles and who you surround yourself with but when we're talking about finding the fun in the sport it's not just about what's outside the room or inside the room it's both so calling everybody and saying man did you see that duel yeah talking about wrestling Hey, check out, you know, with with some of my friends, too, um, on our Instagram, we send videos of, of wrestling highlights. And we, we talk about it. We message each other about it, like, oh, that was sick. You know, I'm, I'm a huge Penn State fan. And I was a huge Penn State fan 
even before they reached the pinnacle for a decade. So it, it wasn't like I was on the bandwagon. I've always been a fan, and it just amplified my love of the sport by watching them and seeing how they, they went out and was aggressive, and that was fun to me. I enjoyed watching those highlights and sharing them with my friends. To be fair, that's where both our families are from. Yes. So <laughs> uh, it's not like, you know, we're Georgia born and raised the whole nine yards and like our whole family's from here and we just decided we were Penn State fans. Like our family's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, so. Just a couple of Northerners. Um, just a couple of Northerners surviving in the in the heat. You know? <laughs> yeah. I hide inside during the summer. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but having fun outside of the room is important and those are where your social group those those people that you surround yourself with are are i believe more important because those are the people that are going to tell you or you know they're going to maybe convince you to make decisions that could be good or bad and and then that's you as a character too you have to think is this the right thing to do sort of up for my episode seven I can't count how many team trips we took, whether they were official or not. Uh, like, I went to the barbershop with one of my wrestling partners. Never been to a barbershop before. He took me to the barbershop. It was fantastic. I'll never go anywhere else to get my hair cut again. Um, <laughs> I love going to the barbershop now. Uh, but, you know, we went out to the pool. We'd go swimming. Uh, I think at one point we even went and played volleyball. And I'm terrible at volleyball. I learned that. My glutes aren't strong enough for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... It's not just about what you do outside, or what you do in the room. It's about what you do outside and doing it with those like-minded people. But when you're inside the room, it's crucial that you know you're grinding, you're go- you're going at it every single day. That you look for fun while you're in there, so you enjoy the practice, not just going through the motions. Yeah, and I can recall us training at the wrestling academy together. We would make our own fun, right? Yeah, we did quite a bit. If you if we haven't told you guys the story, uh, me and Trey were practice buddies for for years at the wrestling academy. And when we would drill, we would rap to each other. We'd come up with rhymes, things that rhymed with each other, and come up with a rap when we were drilling. And it wasn't that we were goofing off. In a sense, we were still do- doing our drills, but it made it fun and interesting for us to the point where we just weren't focusing just on just the sport of wrestling. It was we we had fun out of it, out of those practices. Now, mind you, we were doing this completely out of breath while we're drilling, like <laughs> our butts off, because we had already like we've been competing so much, like we compete with each other, and sure, we both thrive off competition, but. Competition only goes so far whenever you spend a year practicing with each other and then you're wrestling year round and like, you know, you go to school bright and early. School started at what, 7 a.m., 7, 10 a.m. And then you go to your high school practice and that would end at like five and then you're going, getting in the car and you're driving over to the academy so you can wrestle more and it's just, it's just grueling and at some point you've got to find the fun. Now, I'm not saying you guys should all rap because... It's not for everybody. But that was just something that him and I did that was fun. But, you know, we were going live. We were actually going live. We were drilling hard. We were drilling hard. It's kind of like uh, some people can't run and talk at the same time because they, they their lungs just aren't conditioned for it. 
and they end up slowing down or they're not paying attention where they're going or they end up zooming to the left or zooming to the right because they can't run in a straight line and talk and, you know, do things at the same time. You know, it, you just got to... You just got to find the fun. Like at one point we had a takedown competition at, at a wrestling practice. It was, you know, like me and three other captains on the team were just taking people down and calling out our takedowns. You know, I'd take someone down and be like three, you know, and another guy call out two. And then I'd be like four. And, you know, we're just taking down our teammates and we're trying to see who can get the most takedowns. But then when coach rotates us and we're wrestling each other, now, you know, we're still counting out loud, you know. You've watched Lord of the Rings. You saw yeah. when they were killing the orcs and they were yeah. counting out loud. That's yeah. exactly what we were doing. And uh, I can't say I won, <laughs> but <laughs> I tried. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. It was no harm, no foul, uh, and it was it was a good time. I mean, just another example. And, and another thing that was fun, because when we were coaching this year too, we also had played dodgeball with our kids. Yeah, as coaches, we always included at least one game every week all the way like all the way up until we got to that six week run between area duels all the way through the state individual tournament but we played one game a week because we wanted the room to be a fun place to be not just a go in there donate your blood sweat and tears and get out um so we always included at least one game at some point i think there's only one week we ever had to like take it away and do some hard cardio instead because you know, they yep. did. They did it to themselves. They didn't uh, come yeah. into work, and it it is what it is. But as coaches, we demand that they come in and they work hard, and then we reward them with the game at least once a week. Sometimes a little bit more often, um, but it really depends. Like if they come in and they work their their butts off the entire time, like I have no problem doing games more often throughout the week because they earned it. Because then we can start taking away a little bit of time that we would normally spend making up for the fact that they weren't going hard to begin with. Yeah. And, and that comes to as as a, as an adult now, you know, we're in our mid 20s. We realize that when we were that age, we were, you know, you got to think of these kids. They're they're kids, but they're maturing men and women. And burning them out at such a young age kills their love of the sport. And they don't want to do anything about it when they're when they're older. Um we're, we're looking to build you know, and have that same fun, that same energy in the sport. And yes, it is tough. But as a coach, my biggest thing is having fun with these kids and have them enjoy it and grow as a team and as a person, and as a character. That, that's why having fun is so important to me as, as a coach and seeing those kids have fun and go out there and drill hard when they can, but also learn to switch to, to fun when it needs to be. So would you say there's a such thing as too much fun? Oh yeah, you you can see that in the kids' faces too. When they know they're having too much fun, their their demeanor changes, and their practice just looks sloppy. So it really boils down to if it starts negatively affecting your own performance, that's when you need to sit back and reevaluate what you need to do differently, right? Yeah. So you have to you have to see what you're doing as an athlete and if it's hindering your your training and come you know competition time you're wondering how you got stuck by a kid that you beat before maybe you're not taking the practice as seriously as you did last year or last week or whenever 
So it's time to switch gears. And as a coach, if if I ever saw a kid acting up and maybe having too much fun in the room, maybe I need to reevaluate how I'm running my practices. Maybe I, I need to cut some of the, the play time out. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. It's more about what's the overall result, right? Because that, that's what we're all working toward. We're all working toward our goals. And the worksheet that we've come up with for you guys is going to be really good to help you just kind of sit down, think about, like, what what are you going to do to have fun or to find fun in the room? Whether it's a small competition or you do something small between you and your partner or, you know, I mean, I knew someone that wore a different pair of shoes every single day. It was a guessing game. It was what kind of what pair of shoes he's gonna pull out of his bag? I wish I had that many shoes. <laughs> but you guys can take a look at this web worksheet. It's gonna be on our website and uh, go through it yourself. It, if you're a year-round wrestler, it's definitely for you because, I mean, if you're wrestling year-round, you're not taking any breaks. You definitely need to find the fun in it. Yeah. And another thing too that I, that I think this is this is my opinion. Uh, playing video games is not having fun. And when, you, when you're outside of the wrestling room, we're talking about bonding with your teammates. So if they're playing games in the same room, it's different from playing games with Xbox Live from two different houses, right? Yeah, yes. It, completely different. Completely different. We're, we're looking to team bond and that, that surround yourself with good people. Challenge time. We want to challenge you to think about how you're going to find the fun of the sport. Find your fun outside of the wrestling room. Find it while you're putting in the work. Download and fill out the worksheets. Do it today. Alright, looks like we got some in the mailbox. And it's from Danny. And Danny says, How big of a social circle is too big? And how would I know? Well, Danny, our social circle, well, right now, as we get older, honestly gets smaller. But, you know, when I was younger, I would my whole social circle would be my team. And a few people I trained with when I was outside of it at my uh, club wrestling teams that I was a part of. And we're not saying those are the only people that you can have as a part of your social circle, but really the the number one question I have for you is, is it is your social circle starting to affect your own performance negatively? And do you feel like you're not able to give the people that are closest to you the attention that you need to give them as your close friends because you're so spread thin? Because the big thing is you definitely don't want to be spread thin and it's easy to have your whole team as part of your social circle because it's typically a small group of people but if you're in a program with 60 70 people then you may come like filter down to just say the varsity team because then we're talking about 14 to 16 people at most right yeah so and also consider how supportive they are in your career in in the sport of wrestling you don't want to be with some Debbie Downers. You want to be with people that uplift you and support you. And, you know, high school, if you're in high school, is it, such a crucial part, too, because you're going through a lot. You're, you're 
experiencing a lot of changes and to me it used to be some unnecessary drama but as long as you're around people that hold you together that's that's what we're considering how would you know and you'll get that feeling once you know those people we appreciate the question danny thank you so much if you guys have questions you can go to our website wrestlingcore.com click the red mailbox at the very top and submit your question we love to hear from you Join us for our next episode, where we meet with a very special guest, an All-American, to talk about the mindset of a champion. We look forward to hearing from you guys. If you haven't already, please subscribe. You can find us anywhere you found this show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to you guys listening to our next episode with our special guest. And once again, this is the Wrestling Core Podcast. Choose Top Network.